This podcast is intended for adult audiences. Over the age of 18, it contains adult language and situations. The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed in this podcast belong solely to us, and not of any employer, organization, committee, or other group or individuals. This podcast is not intended to be taken as professional advice. Welcome to the Swing Nation Podcast, a podcast by swingers for swingers, where we look to educate others and push back on the negative stigmas and misconceptions associated with our lifestyle. Come with us and share our pineapple journey as we travel the globe, interview the experts, learn and grow together. Join the nation. So Lacey, people are asking, how do they get to go to a party or an event with us? They check out swingersociety.net. You create a profile, you sign up for an event, and you come hang out with us. It's super easy. That's right. If you want to party with us and the other faces and names that you know from social media and TikTok, head on over to swingersociety.net. Can't wait to see you there. Sexual health care can be so much more than STI testing. WISP offers services like emergency contraception, helping delaying your period, UTI treatments, and so much more. They even have a product called the OMG Cream that helps provide more fulfilling orgasms for women. WISP provides same-day prescriptions and can give you discreet treatment in the comfort and privacy of your own home. Check out the link in our show notes or go to hellowisp.com and use code SWING for 15% off. Most people have unprotected oral sex, right? Be honest. Now think about your last STD test. Did your doctor tickle your throat with something that looked like a giant Q-tip? Probably not. Yet that's the only way to check for oral gonorrhea or chlamydia, which are often asymptomatic. You need a better doctor. You need shamelesscare.com. Use coupon code TSN at checkout. Hey there, Pineapple people, and welcome to the Swing Nation podcast. We are your hosts, Northern Guy. And Southern Girl. <laughs> and Southern Girl. <laughs> Lacey's dying. I mean, is it really a swinger party if you don't come home with the flu? Yeah. Lacey came home sick. So this episode uh, is going to be all about club tent, <laughs> club tented, club tempted in Louisville, Kentucky. We're on the struggle. Guys. Which we were just at last weekend. Yeah, like three days ago. It is now um, like 11 o'clock at night on a Wednesday, and I have to edit this podcast and get it out before tomorrow morning. You got a few hours. <laughs> this is the story of our life. Lacey's sick. I've been gone all day, and I just got home, and now we're podcasting and trying to record and get it out. But we're going to get it done, because we always do. We yeah. have yet to, We almost quit. We almost said, you know what? <laughs> this can go out later tomorrow afternoon or something. Yeah. But, um, I'm sorry about my voice, though. This is the best we got, though. We can do it. We can do it. All yeah. right. So let's get to Club Tempted. Mm-hmm. All right. So if you don't know, we did a takeover. This is the first time we've ever done a takeover of Club Temp- Tempted, which is a swingers club in Louisville, Kentucky. Really nice club. It's actually very nice. Very nice. It's huge. Yeah. Two, so it's like two stories, actually almost three stories if you count, like, because the playroom kind of steps up another, like, half mm-hmm. story. Um, and yeah, it's it's way, bit, it's probably the biggest club we've ever taken over. Uh, you know, Secrets is probably a bigger venue, but the actual physical club itself isn't as big as, as Club Tempted. Yeah. There's a lot of pressure for it to be a good party for us. Yeah. All right. So let's, let's get into it. We left a day early on Thursday. Mm hmm. Uh, and because we were going to go up early. And, and actually meet the staff at the club to decorate. Yeah. Which was actually pretty nice. I actually really liked it a lot better. Um, I'm just coming off surgery. So this is my first event post-surgery. And so um, it was nice for me because all I had to do was the merch and I could take my time and I didn't have to rush. I could like slowly do it. And so I actually really enjoyed going in and being able to do this a day before. Yeah. So if you if you don't know, typically the way it works for us is, you know, we're getting into a club maybe an hour, maybe two hours before our, our event actually starts. And it's always like a mad dash. So it's, yeah, a yeah. mad dash to get up backdrops and all you know, the merch tent and all of our decorations and 
and it's always like panic mode mm -hmm. until the doors open this we were able to show up a day early get into the club um i will say one thing about the staff of club tempted is they were probably the most accommodating group of people that we've ever worked with the management there the entire staff there they, they I mean they we, can tell they genuinely care about the club like it's their own like they mm -hmm. just they're really good people yeah so we get there thursday we walk in and kind of to your point is they're like if there's like a scuff on the wall they're like painting over it yeah like they were going through that club and getting it ready for for the weekend yeah uh, their staff was in there and doing all that mm -hmm. so then we show up um yeah and like you said we, we weren't in a rush so we were able to you you kind of focused on the merch because mm -hmm. you you prepared all that um, but then we, we strung lights we put up decorations we uh did all the uh, vip um you know there was decorations and stuff yeah. in the vip and some gifts and giveaways and things like that uh, dj life of spice was able to come and we were able mm -hmm. to do sound checks like yeah. craziness yeah it was really nice and everything really like looked good we strung the lights i mean just like to see everything that we had prepared for for the last few months actually like come together was really nice yeah uh, you went through the in club and made a bunch of tic little TikToks. I like, did. Come check this out. Oh, I'm in the playroom. And come check out the playrooms. I'll see you guys tomorrow night. Yeah. It was pretty good. It was very good. Uh, you made like 10 of them. And I was like, whoa. whoa I know. Who's this girl? <laughs> Working. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad I did it. All right. So that that basically was our Thursday. Mm -hmm. uh, and then like <laughs> the girls were trying to get us to go party after that. And I was exhausted. <laughs> this is really my, had been my first like true outing after surgery and it had been four weeks but when all you've done for four weeks is kind of like lay around uh, to actually go and do things it it kind of wipes you out and like I said earlier I had set up merch for like it took me like three hours so just to be on my feet and I was already starting to swell I was like there's no way we're going out not if I was gonna make it through the weekend through the weekend so we like Got food and like just went back to our hotel and crashed, which was probably the smartest thing. It was very smart because oh, those <laughs> those girls were hurting the next day. Yeah, you could tell they mm -hmm. they had a night. Uh, right, so we slept in. We were able to go back to the hotel, chillax, mm -hmm. do a little bit of work, uh, sleep in, and then we got up on Friday. Mm -hmm. And this is this is club day. So what did we do on Friday? We slept in, and then um, so we stayed at a hotel probably like fifteen minutes from Tempted. And pretty much everybody that we knew was either, was staying there. So people started to roll in and they'd come say hello. Because, of course, we're all texting what room numbers we're in. And we all kind of got on the same floor. Um, so we were saying hello to some people. And then we, uh, we needed to go to Walmart because we had a donation drive that we ran out of time for going to get our donations while we were here at home so we needed to go to walmart and get that and i felt like there was a couple of things other things we needed at walmart. oh yeah i left my entire get ready bag at home <laughs> i was like what else do we need at walmart i yeah. couldn't think of it i left my entire bag the good thing is there was like a hundred swingers in our hotel that all had all the things that i needed but i needed deodorant and a few things like that so we went to walmart for that and then we came back and about that time daphne and daddy mike we're arriving, and so she came down to our room, and we did a TikTok live while we got ready. Yeah, which is always stressful. Yeah, yeah. I think I was like, "Why don't you guys get out ready on live together?" And you're like, "I don't. That's too much to try to do that and get ready." And I was like, "But people like that. I think people I, really like." No, to see. I know that they do, but it's like I feel like we're always running behind. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, it's it's stressful to try to get ready on TikTok Live, especially when you're going to a club. And Yeah. I feel like Friday and Saturday, it was kind of like we were like kind of chillaxing. It was like, then all of a sudden it was like, oh shit, we're, we need to get ready. Like we need to go. Like That happens every <laughs> every event we ever go to. Yeah. Especially with Daphne and Mike in our room. Mm -hmm. I don't know why that happens. It's like we do nothing all day and then like an hour and a half before it's time to go, we... um or like a mad dash and everybody's panicking. Yeah. Every time. Happens every mm -hmm. time. Yeah. Okay. So you guys got ready. Mm -hmm. And then in the hotel room, you made a couple of little quick TikToks. Yeah. In, but the hotel was terrible that we stayed at. I mean, it was a well, good hotel. Not It was not conducive to content creation. No. I, there was no room for anything. And so I did make like two TikToks. But they, and they worked. We made it work. But I think if we stay at that same hotel next time, we'll just get one bed. So hopefully there's a little more. Yeah. Because we did have a two-bed room. 
which we always do that because we one because Daphne and Daddy Mike stay with us, but they they didn't this time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but two, because if you're gonna fuck, it's nice to have an extra bed. It is to make a mess in and then have a clean bed to sleep in. Yeah. Um, but yes, the the room was. It was like supposed to be a modern room. Yeah, it was kind of. And there know. was no room for anything. <laughs> there wasn't even room for our luggage. Yeah, it was there, difficult. It was a difficult room. Um. So anyway, we just we got to the club at six, which is very early. Mm-hmm. Most clubs open at eight, but Tempted opens at seven. Yeah, they open at seven and they stay open till three. So most, that makes for a damn long evening, right? So most winter clubs are eight to two. So that that two extra hours really kind of makes a difference on your internal clock. Because mm-hmm. I remember there were several times where I looked at my watch thinking it was going to be like 10 11 o'clock at night and it's like 9 30 i'm like mm-hmm. i'm like damn like yeah tonight's gonna it's gonna be a long night yeah. so we get there at six and we stay until 3 a.m that mm-hmm. is a long night but we um we stopped on the way and got subway so um i ate in the car you ate in the car why do you bring that up <laughs> because Y'all didn't eat in the car, and they yelled at y'all because you had onions. They on didn't your- yell at us. They were so we get to the club. And they kind of yell. We're eating our subway sandwiches in the VIP, and the the VIP attendants like y'all are making it smell like onions in here. And they went and got like spray stuff, which is good for them. Like, I, but it was a little funny. We ate. We all ate in the car the next day. Uh, yeah. on Saturday to not to not smell the make the club smell. Well, like, the, uh, what's funny? It's not funny, but they were trying so hard for everything to be like really nice yeah and then we come busting up in there with our subway sandwich <laughs> yeah i will say club tempted I, and i don't maybe they might do it for every event but i definitely think they they did go out of their way to try to make this event nice mm-hmm. and i will say you know there was 700 tickets we sold for the, for the weekend overall uh and of those half of the people that showed up for uh, the event had never been to club tempted before yeah. so that's you know for the club that's a good that's a really good thing you know what mm-hmm. i mean so they have all these people that have never been there, so I can see trying to you know kind of roll up the red carpet and make yeah, a good impression. Best, yeah, best foot forward. Yeah, don't smell it up like onions. Yeah, well, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to. I didn't really think about it. I didn't get onions on my sandwich, so it wasn't my fault. <laughs> and I ate it in the truck. Um, well, like I just pushed the blame off on other. On well, other I don't. Blame. I didn't have onions on my sandwich. Mm-hmm. And what's even funnier is we did the same thing Saturday night too. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay, so what happened after that? Uh, so we got to the club, we ate, and yeah. then, like you said, then it was time for time for the, the club to open. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I will say, I think because they opened early, a lot of times when they op- like when we've been at other clubs and stuff like that, there's like a, a line wrapped around the door mm-hmm. to get in. And I think it's a, a combination of two things: is they had like two girls working up front who were very efficient on getting people in, but then also I think because it was it was early, people were able to kind of trickle into the club and it not like be too crowded yeah and then we also had the shuttle bus uh running from the hotel to the club so i think that kind of spaced people out yeah as well so it's not like everybody kind of showed up at once it kind of mm-hmm. kind of broke it up a little bit yeah it definitely made like usually like if we go to normal club um it, i feel like the first hour is kind of slow and then it kind of goes full on and it felt like probably the first two hours mm-hmm. were kind of slow for Tim to yeah, it took it a little longer to, to mm-hmm. build, which yeah. I guess makes sense because it's, you know, yeah. you have that extra time. Mm-hmm. So, um, Life of Spice went on. What time did he go on? So, we started with DJ Jorge, who is, mm-hmm. uh, I guess, local to the area. Uh, and he DJed till, I think, uh, 9, 9.30, something, something like that. Mm-hmm. And then DJ Life of Spice came around uh, 10 o'clock. But actually, right before he came on, we, we played a little, or I guess it was around the same time that he came on. We, we played a little game. Yeah, you had girls, or was it girls? Yeah. <laughs> it was all girls, yeah. Go around and collect underwear. And when you first did this, I was like, well, first of all, who wears underwear to a swingers club? <laughs> I never wear underwear. Uh-huh. But it was actually a cute game. And the girls got a lot of underwear. One girl got like 12 pairs or something like that. I think the most was only like six or seven. But oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. But it was cute. You did a good job. Yeah. So I think we, we brought the girls out and kind of under the guise. We're like, oh, who's who is like a social? I want like five social butterflies to come out, you know, come out onto the, to the dance floor. And of course, I've realized the more I've done games and hosted games at different events is you never tell them like what the game is ahead of time. Like you don't you don't give yeah. you don't give it away because people won't volunteer. You know, what I mean, like people yeah. are more less apt to volunteer. So we got the five girls out and then we basically gave them like. 
a minute to go around the club and collect as many pairs of of panties and slash underwear as they could, which was kind of good because it was like a little bit, a little bit of a little bit of icebreaker. Now, I will say I did not think about the fact that at a swingers club, the majority. I would say the majority of the people probably were not wearing. Yeah, I didn't have underwear. I, never, I, I mean, it was still have. early in the night, so it was only nine thirty. So like, people hadn't switched into lingerie or anything. Yeah, but even girls don't usually wear, or at least the girls I hang out with don't usually wear <laughs> all the sluts that you hang panties you, you under hang their dresses. Hang around. They don't. Yeah. They don't do that. Um, no. Now I will say, you know, as we're doing it's kind of the night builds and stuff, I feel like I didn't see you. I didn't see you at all for a lot of the night. I didn't see you at all. I was a social. <laughs> so what butterfly. were you doing? kissing everybody that's now why i have the flu and i'm running a fever and i'm sitting here uh, i wish y'all could see me yeah right now you're yeah you're, you describe um i'm sitting on a bbl pillow mm-hmm. with a robe that Na- i've got you're, and you're naked i'm naked and what they call in the south house shoes yeah which are slippers everywhere else in the world yeah um but i'm sweating because i guess i'm breaking my fever <laughs> so i pull my Pull my house coat down so I could get some air. So you're just running around the club Friday making out with people? Like people well, you know? Like people we know? or I guess I felt like because I knew I wasn't going to be having sex because <laughs> I just had surgery. So I was like, oh, well, I'll just kiss everybody. Uh-huh. And I guess everybody else got that idea too. With you? Yeah. I don't know. But I did. You know, I felt like I had to go find you. Throughout the night, mm-hmm. I had to make a point to go find you. I really noticed that at Secrets the first time when I hosted the the pool games that I lost you during yeah. that, that time. And so I feel like the more I'm on the microphone, the Correct. harder it is for us to stay connected, which I'm not mad about that. Mm-hmm. Like, it's OK, but it, I just it's something that I've noticed. Yeah. yeah, I did a lot of dancing, a lot of chatting, uh-huh. um, hung out in the VIP, you know, when I needed to sit down and rest. Mm hmm. Um, I did that. So, yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, it sucked. I I hate that. That's one thing I don't like about hosting is that at the end of the night, I'm like, I didn't see you, but like 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's hard for me. You know, I didn't do a lot. We didn't play a lot of games or there wasn't like a lot on the microphone, but it was a little like, oh, make an announcement about this, make an announcement about that, Uh, you know, make an announcement about, okay, the 360 cameras open now. And then it was also like checking on the girls and like okay everything you need anything you need water do you need yeah checking on the 360 camera checking on the dj i did do some of that too i did check on the girls you know a few times i would go through your merch was a a big hit it was on friday night even on both nights i was worried you were going to sell a lot of of cups before we even got to Mm -hmm. the saturday yeah we've really put a lot of work into merch over the last year so i was really happy with how it turned out yeah, no, everything looked great, and mm-hmm. I think, and especially I think because that's the first time we've gone up into Kentucky. I think there was a lot of people that showed up for this event that haven't showed up to, you know, some of the secrets events and the Red Room events and stuff like that. So it probably was like their first opportunity to kind of see and, and purchase some of the merch and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. But I think that helped make it more, more. I agree. Popular. I agree. All right, yeah. So back to the party. DJ Life of Spice crushed it oh my god he did so good absolutely crushed it both friday and and saturday yeah um we're so spoiled to have him in our friend like not only as our friend but yeah it's great and you know we've we've talked about this several times but we really started together with him and he was like djing at airbnbs like in the living room like he was like hey guys (laughs) can i play some music yeah we we had known him and like hung out with him prior you know the first couple times yeah i don't think he broke out his dj equipment yeah he's like oh you know in college i used to dj a little bit would you guys mind if i play for you and we're like fuck yeah like yeah and then it's just grown and grown and grown Mm -hmm. and now he's djing the biggest some of the biggest venues in the lifestyle all over the world yeah which is which is nuts yeah it really is he did such a good job that i was reading the reviews of this weekend well every other comment on on social media was the DJ, the DJ, yeah. the DJ. Yeah. yeah, in the reviews, I don't know if you. There's I haven't like, got an opportunity to. Read there's them. a lot, seventy something reviews, and uh-huh. it like so many of them talked about how great it was. So good. Yeah. Good. So okay. So DJ Life of Spice played. We all danced. Lacey apparently ran around making out with everybody while I was working. I did. Um, so if you made out with me, just FYI, I have the flu. <laughs> <laughs> Warning. Which so which one? So who's the guilty party I don't that know. gave it? That gave it to you. That's, I don't know. That's my question. Yeah. Yeah, there were several times I'd go into the VIP, the VIP area. You would be laying, you know, on your hands and knees, and like people would be like massaging your back and stuff. Well, what was funny about that is 
my body was just sore. So mm-hmm. honestly, stretching my back and stuff feel is really what makes me feel the best. And people would think that I was like trying to like flirt. <laughs> and really, like I to was put your butt up in the air, like yeah. And yeah. really, I was just trying to like stretch. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, it felt good to like and. It was nice having that VIP area because you had couches and stuff, so I could lay down and stretch and stuff. Yeah, everybody was really sweet. Yeah, you said that also. You know, so going into the event, you had a lot of stress about um, your surgery, and this is like you know getting out of your faha and into lingerie and p- people seeing you know some of the results. And it's you know, like you know we've talked about on social media and other places. It's not final, so like you still swell. Your stomach's not like perfectly flat because mm-hmm. it still has a little bit of you know, liquid and whatever you call this stuff when you get lipo, whatever that is, you still have some of that. So you were a little nervous going I was, into this. So, actually really nervous. Well, like, actually, so last week was four weeks by surgery. So Tuesday was four weeks and then, you know, obviously Friday night was the party. And so we had posted some pictures on social media um, on four weeks and people ripped me apart in the comments, <laughs> like for lack of a better word. I... Haven't read them since like Wednesday. I stopped reading them because they were so mean. Mm-hmm. But like basically, I needed to get a refund that it was terrible. I, you know, I'm lazy. I should have just went to the gym. So in hindsight, I should have probably had you wait to post those. In my mind, it's four weeks. Let's post some pictures. Right. I didn't You were excited probably to get the, yeah, the, some I pictures out there. Yeah. I wasn't thinking that um, people are going to tear me apart. Four days before an event. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it kind of knocked my self-confidence down because um, I see what I'm, you know, I can look in the mirror and I can see and I can know, I can see your mm-hmm. response and I can see what the tape measure says, mm-hmm. you know? So like, I know there's a difference, but I'm like, am I crazy? Like, is it, do I not look as good as I think well, I look? I think know? it's two things. I think one, it is hard to really fully capture it in a photo. You know what I mean? Yeah, it is. It, two, I think people on the internet you could post the hottest picture in the world with the most noticeable you know your ass could have looked flat as a pancake in one and then been a you know the biggest kardashian ass you'd ever seen in the second one yeah and people still would have said some of the things they said because trolls on the internet just say mean things and that's that's what their life is you know yeah and i also think that a lot of those people thought i wanted some ginormous ass mm-hmm. and i that was not the look i was going for either mm-hmm. um but I will say, so yes, I had anxiety leading up to it. But my friends like came out and showed out for me. Like they built me up and made me feel so beautiful. And I'm so grateful for them because like I needed that little boost, you know, like I shouldn't need that. I should know my like worth without, you know, having that. But I'm not going to lie that the internet got me a little last week. I'm mm-hmm. human. Um, but everyone was so kind and so sweet and. You know, I wasn't going to wear a lingerie, and my friends were like, nope, you're wearing lingerie. <laughs> they basically, like, put me in it. Um, so everyone was super nice, and I was even – and everyone was so sweet to me. Everybody knew I just had surgery. Nobody wanted to get close. Everybody was like, right. I don't want to hurt yeah, you. Yeah, nobody was trying to grab on you. Or no, like, everybody yeah. was so sweet, so, so sweet. Mm-hmm. And there was a few other ladies that had surgery there as well. Um, so, you know, I check on them. Like, their husbands or them had – reached out to us and said, hey, my wife, you know, is just having surgery a few mm-hmm. weeks before, too, so she's going to be in the same boat as you. So I was able to, like, say hello to them. And so it was it was nice. Everyone was super kind. So many people came up and talked to us. Uh, well, we weren't together a lot of the time, but I know I talked to so many people that, you know, we hadn't seen before, but, you know, talking about the TikToks and talking about the podcast. Mm-hmm. and um, You know, uh, I don't... I don't know how many people there it was the first time ever at a light, uh, lifestyle club, but several people I talked to on Friday, they were like, this is my first time ever yeah. at anything. You know, we, when we saw you on TikTok or heard your podcast or whatever the case may be, and we decided decided to come out, which I think to me, that's one of the most rewarding things when you hear that, right? Because, mm-hmm. you know, we, we, we do this podcast, we put out this information, and we, I think we, we put a lot of work into content creation. We put a lot of work into trying to really spread this message that, non-monogamy and swinging you know is not the stereotypes that you've heard about and you know maybe give it a try so to actually see people you know that are hearing that message and then coming out to clubs and events uh, to try to explore 
is really like self-rewarding. Mm-hmm. Very much so. Yeah. Uh, another thing that happened on Friday night is uh, um, Hot Georgia couple did a, a rope demonstration up in the up in the playroom, mm-hmm. which I, I will give. You know, we should probably should have said this already, but a huge shout out to our to our staff to the, the girls that work for us and. I won't mention them by name because I don't know if all of them are okay with that. But um, they know who they are. They know who they are. All the girls that work for us, they really did put a lot of energy into this into this event. And um, you know, we had dancers there. We had the rope demonstrations, and you know, we'll go on to the next night. There's some other stuff that happened, um, but they really wanted to show out for this event, and I I definitely think it came to fruition for them. Mm-hmm. And it really wasn't us. Like, yeah, it was them. You know, normally when we host events, it's like me and you were like, hey, we need to do this. Hey, we need to do that. Hey, we need to do this. A lot of these ideas, like specifically about like, hey, we should do a rope, you know, do Shibari rope demonstration. Hey, we should bring in a boudoir photographer. Hey, we should, you know, do some uh, BDSM, you know, um, shows and stuff like mm-hmm. that. That was all them. Like it that, was. A lot of, that was all them. And so uh, it's nice. So Hot Georgia Couple, which if you don't know them, they're on TikTok and they've been around Swinger Society for really since almost the beginning mm-hmm. um they did a shibari rope demonstration on friday uh and i was talking to them after and i was like hey you guys did great and they're like yeah that was so much fun and i'm like why have we not done that this mm-hmm. before and they're like we've been wanting to do this forever and i'm like what <laughs> like well there's not a whole lot of venues that are like like red room in nashville is way too small yeah for that, I mean, secrets you could probably do it, but it's almost like not. Well, and they have their dungeon people, you know. Yeah, and like it's kind of and... like a like a spring breaky, uh-huh. like summery type vibe, yeah. not necessarily like BDSM. Yeah. Now, what I did like about that whole idea, though, is because we did it kind of early. I think the first show was like at nine thirty or something like that. It really encouraged people that might not have otherwise made it to the playroom mm-hmm. to go explore that area right yeah. so you're like hey they're doing a rope demonstration up in the up in the play space you know go, just go check that out to me in my mind and i, I it seemed like that way because a lot of people kind of migrated up there that it almost gives you a reason to go back there it did and it spaced everybody out as well mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i can see like if you didn't have that somebody might not you know if there's no real reason other than to go fuck to go back there if you're a newer couple you might you might not never make it through that yeah that part of the club you know it's funny that you say that because I was talking to several friends today, and one of them said that she never, like, even got to walk around in the playrooms. Yeah. They had never been tempted. They did go into one playroom to play, <laughs> but they came out. She was like, I really hate that I didn't get to explore that. Right. So, you're right. Yeah. No, 100%. So, I would encourage anybody. If you go to a club and you're – if you don't get a tour, you know what I mean, take some time and go walk around. Especially if you do it early yeah. before, you know, once all the fucking and all that stuff starts, it can get a little crazy. But if, if you get it to a club at 9 o'clock and you go walk through it like 9.15 or 9.30, there's not going to be much going on. But just go see what those spaces mm-hmm. look like. Now, if you really want to go explore and see some stuff, go that, go through there at like 11 midnight yeah. and then, you know, then you'll see some stuff. But definitely check it out because I think people are intimidated, especially by that play space, by that back room. Um, and I think once you see it, it's not as scary as maybe you think it is correct yeah so i did like anyway that you know giving people reasons to go into those spaces heck we do that when we go to swingers club we just go walk around yeah oh it's one of my favorite things yeah, to do yeah. even if we're not gonna fuck it's like let's go walk through the playroom and just see what's going on yeah just see what people are doing because you never sometimes you walk into a pretty hot scene mm-hmm. and you're like oh that's pretty hot let me yeah. just stand there and watch this for a minute yeah and then it gets you turned on and then you know like it can it can kind of ignite your night you know yeah we keep going off on tangents. That's okay. That's okay. Tangents are sometimes good. All right. So anyway, after that, uh, so we played the games. Um, what happened? Did we did we play? Did we did we kind of partied all night long? Um, till three a.m. I was like, "Come fuck me a little." <laughs> you were so all night long. I was kind of checking, you know, because I'm running around like a. You did a good job. I come and checking on you, and you know, because sometimes dudes were kind of hanging around you and rubbing on you, and I'm like, I was like. Some guys didn't get it. <laughs> no. I mean, I pretty much had a sign on me that says, I'm not going to fuck. <laughs> but some guys just felt like that didn't matter, yeah. that they were going to try to knock that sign off. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I knew I wasn't going to fuck, but uh-huh. I was okay with you playing and you doing things. 
Um, I was fine as long as I was kind of like included. Right. But you did a really good job. Like, hey, where are you at? What's your headspace? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because honestly, I was I was fine either way. Like, yeah. we, we didn't have to do anything and I would have I been fine. But there were several of our friends there that I would be more, more than happy to fuck. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah. So I came and checked in with you, I think, around midnight. I'm like... I kind of need to know where you're at because I either need to take a Viagra or yeah. not. And you're like, well, just go ahead and take it and see. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So sometime around, I don't know, midnight, one o'clock, I think probably one o'clock, maybe one, two o'clock ish. You grab me and you're like, will you fuck me a little bit? Yeah. <laughs> like as I'm walking through, just kind of, I'm like, <laughs> well, and, you know, after midnight, things kind of started to wind down and it wasn't as hectic for me. Yeah. And I was like, okay, yeah, yeah. Like, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so the playrooms were packed. Uh, even on Friday night, at that time they were packed. So I was like, "Well, there's not. You want to just fuck right here?" And you're like, "Yeah, bend me over right here." So if me. you have the VIP areas at Tempted, you can fuck in them. That yeah. is something. Yeah, both the upstairs yeah. and the downstairs, which is is nice, especially on like a sold out event because you could be waiting a while to get into yeah. some of those those play spaces. Yeah. So having you know some couches and stuff where you can play mm-hmm. is handy. Okay, and we'll get to that when we get to it. But. Um. So anyway, you. Bent me over. I bent you over. We were the downstairs VIP area. And and fucked you a little bit. Just a little. Yeah. I think you squirted actually a little bit. Yeah, I think so. It was pretty hot. Mm-hmm. And then it was kind of like, you like passed me off to the next person. Basically. <laughs> you just made your rounds. And so as I was fucking you, I think Far- Farmer and Miss Farmer were like in the next VIP next to us. But like I was fucking you and he was fucking her and you guys were kind of like. Yeah. Your faces were She was so other. cute the next day. She was like. I woke up this morning and my pussy hurt so good. <laughs> so anyway, you like passed me off to, to Miss Farmer. She came around and, and I fucked her a little bit. And yeah, I, I do remember. I don't know. She said something about like, you can be hard with me. And because I haven't been able to really be hard with you. Yeah. That was kind of. Her husband fucks hard, so she can handle him. She's a champ. Yeah. yeah. So she's like, you can fuck me hard. So. Yeah, I fucked her hard. And what's funny is when she got up, I thought she had squirted everywhere, but she had knocked a drink over. <laughs> yeah, and there was drink everywhere, so we had to like clean it all up. But uh-huh. it was funny because Tara was sitting there. Tara was like, "You really just squirted all over my entire like her dress and stuff. Like you could like yeah. wring it out, but it was a drink. Yeah, it was a, it was a drink. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then once me and Miss Farmer got done, then Daphne was was right there, mm-hmm. and Daphne. I was like, "All right, you next. Come here, girl. She know I gotta get me. I gotta get. I gotta get some Daphne in there. I know. I can't can't miss out on that opportunity. I know. I think she also made. I think she legitimately made a mess. Oh, did she? Yeah. 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 Uh, and that kind of wrapped up her night. Yeah. We all fucked a little bit. I think I put my clothes back on and went and checked on the DJ. And then so. I literally put my, if you've had any kind of surgery, you know, like your faha. Uh-huh. I literally put my faha on and sweatpants and laid down in the VIP. Do you remember dancing in your faha? I have a video. Oh, yeah. That's Saturday I have, night. I have a video of you. That's no. Saturday night. Oh, that night. was Saturday night? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I was yeah. a little tipsy in that. Yeah. But the funny thing is, like, you were all worried about your faha. And this is, like. If you know anything, this is what happens, ladies, right? You're going to go to a swingers club and you're going to be all nervous about your hair, your makeup, your <laughs> outfit. You're going to want it to all be perfect. And then at the end of the night, Lacey's running around the club like with no shoes on and a faha, like dancing okay. and laughing and being funny. Like I was not running around the club. I was in the VIP booth and I did have You shoes. probably left the VIP booth at some point in that outfit. Uh, no, I was changing, babe. <laughs> I didn't even leave the VIP. Oh. Well, anyway, what my point is, it ends up not being... As big of a deal. By the end of the night, nobody cares. You are correct about that. Yeah. All right. Well, I think now's the perfect time to take a little break and hear from the partners and sponsors of the Swing Nation podcast. And then when we get back, we'll talk about all the things that happened on Saturday. Yeah. All right. We'll be right back, guys. We here at the Swing Nation podcast are proud to partner with Promescent. Listen, guys, we've all been there. You're having a hot night with a hot chick, maybe a few hot chicks, but you need to kind of delay the time before you pull that trigger. That's where Promescent comes in. They have this awesome product called the Delay Spray. You literally spray it on, and it delays the time that you orgasm, so you can make sure that your partner is well taken care of. And as swingers, we're all about making sure our partners are well taken care of, and Promescent Delay Spray is the perfect product for that. 
Click the link in the show notes below to get yours today. Anxiety can cause ED, like the kind you get while watching your partner with someone else. You're having the time of your life, yet are having stage fright. Most men in the lifestyle use prescription ED medication for this reason. Shameless Care should be your provider. Shameless is less expensive than other companies and has a 50-state network of physicians who are lifestyle-friendly. Use coupon code TSN for $30 off. Shamelesscare.com. Hey, Swing Nation listeners, it's Dan here, and I want to know why you haven't checked out Cassidy.com yet. Cassidy is a lifestyle website where you can connect with other swingers, see lifestyle events near you, and chat with attendees, as well as post travel plans to meet up with pineapple people across the country. We want you to try Cassidy completely risk-free by using the 90-day Elite Membership Trial link in our show notes or by going to theswingnation.info and clicking on the Cassidy banner under Favorite Apps and Products. All right, guys. Welcome back. Welcome back. Thank you for listening to our sponsors. We love our sponsors. Every single one of them, right, Lacey? Yeah. I'm not going to make it. I won't make you pick one. Thank you. You can tell by the look on your face. You're like, don't make me talk about one. Yeah, I'm doing good just to do this podcast. If I had to pick one, it'd be Cassidy. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. I think, well, they, you know, they help us out with our backdrops, especially for events. Um, a lot of our, uh, the different like signage and stuff we put out, uh, Cassidy co-sponsors that with us, which really helps us as far as like keeping costs down for for our th- well, it's one of the biggest uh, platforms, yeah. swinger platforms out there. Right. So if you haven't tried out Cassidy, go to theswingnation.info, click on the Cassidy banner. You get 90 days, 90 yeah. days free. That's a long time. Yeah. And it's like an elite membership. So it's like, it's exactly what if you paid. Right. So go check out, go check out the great folks at Cassidy and we appreciate all their support. Okay. All right. So Saturday, we basically slept in. Until we had to get up and get ready to go to the meet and greet. Yeah. So, you know, another thing I noticed on the reviews that people did is some people did not know about our meet and greet opportunities, which obviously you don't check your email <laughs> if you didn't know about it because I, I've seen all the emails. I wonder if those were the, some of the clump tempted people, though. Yeah, but they still get an email. They should have got an email. Yeah. They purchased a ticket. Yeah. Um, but it, it comes through on email and it basically. There's usually a dinner one before the club, a lunch yeah. one on Saturday, and then a brunch one on Sunday. The problem is we can never go to the dinners because... Yeah. So um, usually there's a dinner Friday and Saturday. Yeah. So it's like dinner Friday, lunch Saturday, dinner Saturday, yeah. and then a brunch on Sunday. Yeah. And they're really good opportunities to meet people in vanilla settings when like sex isn't necessarily on the table at that moment. So it's a little bit like... um. Get to meet and mingle yeah. with low pressure situation. Yeah, low pressure. Couldn't think of the word. We can never go to the dinners because we always have to be at the club early. And then Sunday, we never can go to the brunches because I have 50-50 cups to see my son. And we got to get our butts home yeah. to get him. Yeah. Well, this time we were, we're at the club tearing down yeah. to, to try to get home. Yeah. So we did the Saturday brunch and we went to some kind of like brewery bar yeah, it's kind of like a pub thing i don't remember what it was called but it was nice yeah so we um went there and it was really good food and i think they had made reservations for like 30 uh-huh. and there was like 70 of us yeah there was like 70 people luckily they have like a whole second floor and they just kind of let us have the entire second floor and they did not have the staff <laughs> but they the staffs did wonderful they did for yeah so it I mean this happens every time that we do one of these meet and greet things we always kind of tend to overwhelm the uh, restaurant and it is you know if you're listening and you come to our events and you're you know a swinger society member and stuff like that please rsvp for these things if you're going to attend one because we always ends up that twice as many people show up as that RSVP and yeah. then and then they're never prepared for it. Yeah. And that's that's kind of what happened on Saturday. But it was really nice. We got to chat with everybody and um Dan and I try to make a point to walk around and it was good. It was a nice little me and great. No, I think I think that's important and I I don't I haven't read the reviews of this event yeah. yet, but did, were people Yeah, a lot of people like them. Yeah. A lot. I think if they do, I think it's a really fun way to meet people. It's the club, especially if you're newer, the club can be, and even if you're not newer, heck, it's sometimes for us can well, be a little. You know, it's loud. There's yeah. music. You're trying to talk over the music, yeah. and, and everybody else is talking. So yeah, just being in a 
restaurant type environment and well, be able to sit down and eat with people and kind of chit chat with them. And it's a lot nice. of times people do stuff after. We always have to come back because we have to get to the club early. I don't know how some of these people. But like I saw that something that like 40 something people were went to bars and stuff. Yeah, like They did that bourbon tour. Or yeah. yeah. So a lot of times, especially like in Nashville, we do a lot of these and then they'll go to Broadway. I don't know how they make, like Dan said, I don't know how they make <laughs> They'll go it day the drinking club. on Broadway all day long and then come to the club Saturday night. Y'all are better than I am. I don't, I don't know how they do it. But it was a good, it was a nice little meet and greet. Um, we went back to the hotel. I mean, it's really just a repeat of Friday. We rested an hour. We got ready on TikTok Live again. Probably should have got up and ready sooner. Sure, We were in yes. a mad dash again. Stopped at Subway. <laughs> got onions on my sandwich. Daphne did not get onions on her sandwich. I ate mine in Mike's truck this time. I didn't mind too. <laughs> Mike was the only one who didn't yeah. eat it. I don't think he had onions though. Um... And then uh, we got in the club. Uh, Daphne and I decided to not make TikToks in the horrible hotel room. Right. You waited. We waited. And so we were running around the club like a chicken with our head cut off trying to make TikToks. And the thing that's funny about Tempted is, well, it's not funny. I don't know where they got these pictures, but they're (laughs) like covered. It's covered in artwork of basically like porn. porn. Yeah. It's like a girl with 15 dicks in her face. (laughs) And they're like beautiful pictures. Uh-huh. So, like to find a location that doesn't, have, that porn doesn't have porn in the background is actually very hard. But somehow we managed. And if you if you want to go find, go to our TikTok and find. Yeah, if you go to Miss Swing Nation's TikTok, there's one of like Lacey talking and walking through the club. And if you pay close attention, you can see some of the porn pictures in the background. Somehow, so far that ca- that TikTok hasn't been taken down yet. I, which I well. We probably shouldn't say it because they're going to go report it now. But if you if you spend time to listen to forty minutes of this podcast <laughs> and then go report us, go report us, then you're whatever. Mean, you're a meanie head. Yeah, uh, you're a fan. <laughs> um, so we did that, and like we are literally finishing up our TED talks as like people are starting to walk in. Yeah. So, uh, and then it was time to party. It was time to party. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, we didn't even talk about themes, did we? We did not. Friday was black and white. A black and white affair. Mm-hmm. So everybody wore black and white. And honestly, when I when we talked when we came up with this, so the whole the overall arching theme for the weekend was monochrome masquerade. And then Friday's a black was black and white affair, and then Saturday was fifty shade. Well, shades of gray because we can't say fifty shades of gray because it was copyrighted. But shades of gray, which is essentially a kink night. But uh, Friday. I was thinking like black and white. I'm like, ah, oh, that's gonna be kind of boring. But honestly, people, I love the outfits both yeah, nights. Yeah. People went all out for for both, and I, I didn't. Re- you know, like I think I wore I wore an all white outfit on Friday, and you wore an all black one. But there was a lot of people that had like kind of mis- like black and white in their outfits, yeah. and like people did really good. Yeah, we, when we went to buy your outfit, they had a shirt that um, was white and had like black on it, mm-hmm. and I thought that would have been cute. Yeah, with you. Not, I didn't really even think of that, but. Uh, people people killed the outfits. Yeah, and they really we did. We did have the 360 camera there this time, which we normally can't fit that in the most clubs. So it was nice having that. And then yeah. uh, seeing all the, the videos and stuff that have been posted on yeah. Tempted's website and on Facebook and stuff. Oh, I'm not on Facebook. People's anymore. outfits and stuff like that is pretty pretty mm-hmm. cool to see. But yeah. okay, so Saturday was the Shades of Grey, mm-hmm. which is kind of a kink night. So people were wearing a lot of, a lot of fetish wear, which honestly, that's one of my favorite overarching themes mm-hmm. and it, we see it, we, it happens a lot mostly it happens it's at naughty like it happens at keto it happens yeah it's kind of like glow for swingers it you know they can do leather and lace bdsm um any of those but essentially it's all the same thing right so for this um you know shades of gray night we had brought in two saint andrew's crosses mm-hmm. and put them on the dance floor mm-hmm and then um, Hot Georgia Couple did a flogging demonstration. And um, while we were at the club, we met another, like a local dom that, mm-hmm. that is regulars um, club tempted. I think it's The Dom Life is their website, mm-hmm. thedomlife.com or .net or something like that. So go, go check them out. Um, but we'd met them, and they're they're super cool couple. And we're kind of talking about some of the stuff we're going to do. And we're like, well, we have, you know, they're going to do a flogging demonstration. And we have two crosses if you guys want to do it on one also and they were like hell yeah uh, we'll do it and uh so simultaneously we had 
two people tied up on the dance floor getting flogged. Yeah. Well, and you know what was so hot is hot Georgia couple, when he would flog someone else, he would, she was essentially chained to the cross. Did you notice that? Yeah. So he, well, he started with his partner and, and he went through the whole ritual, like where she came up and she kneeled and he kind of talked to her. Then he puts her on the, the cross and then he, he flogs her. And then once he takes her off, because, you know, I talked to them and said, hey, if you're cool with it, like after you're done with your partner, you know, if, we'll ask if anybody else wants to kind of volunteer to mm-hmm. be to be flogged. And they were both of them, uh, the the Dom life and hot Georgia couple are like, you know, that's that's fine. But, yeah, he takes uh, her off the cross and basically like ties her to it and has her on her knees next to it. It was hot as he's bringing other girls up to get flogged. Yeah. Yeah. And so uh, and then at some point on the uh, on the other cross. You know, we're kind of doing like one girl's coming up at a time and getting flogged. And these two girls are like, can we do it together? Oh, that was hot. And they were two like young, hot, like. They look like twins. Yeah, not really twins. From behind. But, yeah. I only saw them from they behind. Had, so I don't know. So they get they look like tied twins. up to the cross and they had gorgeous asses. I yeah. mean, gorgeous They were asses. very thin. Um, And then as he's flogging her, like. Their asses just kind of just you know when it hits it it just kind of jiggles just just a little just a little bit. You were really paying attention. I was I was like, damn. I never thought. I'm not you know we're not huge into like BDSM or flogging or all that stuff and like it's pretty hot to me to watch but like I've never been like super turned on by it but I, that like that whole little scene with with everybody was pretty oh. was pretty was pretty hot. I guess I should have been watching you. And what were you doing? Running around making out with people? Yeah. <laughs> I won't be doing that anymore. I can tell you that. I'm about uh, to inflict a no kissing rule. You are? What, to keep yourself in check? Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so they, the two girls are tied up. And I can remember thinking in my head, like, I never thought seeing two girls tied to a St. Andrew's cross and getting flogged on a dance floor is not like that wasn't on my bliss cruise checklist. You know what I mean? Like that wasn't something I thought I needed to see. Mm -hmm. But after seeing it, I was like, this is, yeah, this this is an experience. Yeah. And that's, you know, I think that's as we kind of build and do more uh, events and stuff like that. I think, you know, from my perspective, that's what you want, right? Yeah. When when people come out to a club or an event, uh, you want them to have an experience. Like that's why we go places. You know, it's, it's real, and it's hard to kind of, Go to a club, you don't know anybody, meet somebody, and then go fuck. Like, that's a real hard thing to do, and it doesn't happen very often your first time to a club ever, right? So if you have came to one of our events, if you've ever gone to a club just one time, and you didn't fuck anybody, like, don't leave thinking you, like, failed, because that's mm-hmm. that's natural. But I think, you know, having these kind of, like, spanking on the dance floor and, and shibari rope ties in the playroom and, uh, you know, strippers and cages on the, on the dance floor, which we didn't even talk about that mm-hmm. yet. That turns the night into an experience for everybody, right? Yeah. So even if you just came and hung out for a while, you got you left with some type of experience. And one, probably when you get home, you're going to be fucking your partner and thinking about some of the hot things yeah. or the, the sexual things you were in in you know involved in, whether you know just from being at the event. And I think that's that's the goal, right? And mm-hmm. I think that's maybe something we need to keep an eye, eye on going forward is. How can we give people an experience that makes sure, like, if they walk through this door, even if they didn't do anything themselves, they were involved in an experience? Yeah. Um, and I, I really think um, our team did a good job of orchestrating that at Club Tempted this weekend. Yeah. More so than I think we've done it. Well, <laughs> at Secrets, if you're in the pool while the, we, we have the motor bunny going and stuff, like, you get that same kind yeah. of that kind <laughs> that's of same, an experience. That's an experience. Yeah. So, yeah. I, and I think that's why people are drawn to these. Yeah. events though i mean i can you think of like the parties we've gone to not even the ones we've hosted though you remember mm-hmm. that was kind of like oh wasn't it crazy when that girl squirted across the you know like those are the things that kind of stick with you um and i think trying to you know organically and authentically orchestrate some of those experiences for people is kind of kind of the key to this yeah you're looking at me like i'm a little bit crazy but well okay so backstory uh-huh Dan has been gone all day and mm. literally what well, that's why we're doing the podcast at 11 o'clock at night. He went to Nashville to get a tattoo. And so I just sitting here watching him talk with, <laughs> with his, my sleeve wrapped up. Yeah. He looks so sexy. Yeah. yeah. So 
I've been gone for 12 hours and was sat in a tattoo chair for about eight hours today. So I'm pretty tired. But anyway. It looks sexy. That's all right. That's all I can think <laughs> you about. You were distracted by my sexy tattoo? Yeah. <laughs> like, I kind of want you to fuck me. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, Sidetrack. Back to events. Orchestrating an experience. Right? That's what we're going for. Uh, going forward. But yeah, the flogging on the dance floor. Shout out to those two blonde girls. Actually, uh, Miss Durden wasn't feeling good, so she, she didn't want to do her photo shoot. She'd already paid for it. And she said she uh, she came and she said, give it away to somebody like, hey, it's at, it was at like 1030 at night or something. She was like, hey, I got a time slot for a photo shoot. Can you give it away? Because I, I don't feel like doing it. Um, and so once those two girls got done, I'm like, do you guys want to do a photo shoot? <laughs> and so I gave it to them because I was like that. That was where was I did not realize you were so turned you were on. You were probably running around making out with people. Probably running around making out with people. You probably weren't even paying attention to the flogging. Where I, were was, you? I was standing right there. Oh, you were right there by uh on the left hand side yeah but anyway where were you i was in the middle you with the i was in the middle i was actually trying to i I had to dodge whips a few times but anyway it was a hot experience for you obviously well for everybody (laughs) for everybody i wasn't that turned on no i mean it was hot but like (laughs) damn you gave the girls a free photo shoot yeah i did why didn't you give it to me you didn't want you wouldn't want to do it you were already Half naked, I think, at that point. Probably. Yeah. Anyway, so that was that. was that. So that was good. Uh, we didn't talk about the strippers, uh, which they weren't strippers. They were exotic dancers. But there's two cages on the dance floor that mm-hmm. Club Tempted. And so we, we hired two uh, dancers to come in and kind of yeah. dance in those. And those mm-hmm. girls were, they were also very, very, very hot. athletic. Like, they were hanging upside down. Mm-hmm. and like doing. And, they could do lots of tricks. Uh-huh. And they had... The right curves in the right place. They really did. They were very talented. They were very, very talented. Mm-hmm. I like so. I think that you know, bringing that kind of energy because if you can get that sexy mm-hmm. vibe and that sexy energy going, it it just goes through the whole crowd, right? Yeah, it just makes everything the whole night kind of mm-hmm. be, be hotter. Uh, and it definitely the night definitely um built uh that way. Mm-hmm. DJ Life of Spice. He he played uh again. He's so keyed in. When we did the flogging demonstration, he played that Fifty Shades of Grey like soundtrack. Oh, yeah. It was like, and I, I would like hum it or something. I don't, mm-hmm. but I don't know. But it was, yeah, it was, no, it was exactly. hot. You know what yeah. I mean? So it's like they're getting flogged. That like mm-hmm. kind of sexy music is going on. So he's just he's very keyed in on the vibe, and that's what I like. You know, we've talked about. There's lots of good DJs out there, but with a swingers club, with a swingers event, there's like a flow to the night, right? It's not like you don't come in like hot and heavy dancing. The kind of, the night kind of slowly builds, and then it when it gets to around like that midnight time, then it's sexy time. So then you like almost need sexy music, you know what I mean? Yeah. So if you're a normal DJ and you just you know like a wedding DJ or something like that, I don't think you get that, you know what I mean? Yeah. But DJ Life of Spice because he's a lifestyle guy, he understands the flow of the night. Yeah. So being able to kind of orchestrate that vibe and that flow from the DJ booth really makes a difference. It felt like we were back at 90s night <laughs> at, at Secrets. For a little while, yeah. I yeah. mean, like, at one point, I was in the VIP area, and uh, Spice Girls were playing, uh-huh. and I literally ran from <laughs> the uh, VIP. Well, to- he also knows his crowd. You know what I mean? He knows the age bracket. He knows his demographic. <laughs> he And he definitely was playing to the crowd, because he did he did bring out some 90s there it for, was for a little while, and, and people, people loved that. So. It was fun. Lots of singing, lots of dancing, hands in the air. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you start getting people clacking flat, uh, fans and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Like, that's how you know you're, you're mm-hmm. hitting on all cylinders. And I was, you know, like, usually like around like midnight, people start kind of breaking off the dance floor. But yeah, I think people were out there dancing. Oh, like, yeah. Like almost till closing. Like, yeah. it, like that energy kept going mm-hmm. quite a he while. did so good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Another huge shout out to him. Anyway, you were a little horned dog. You were saying I was horny watching the girls getting flogged. But there were several times where you would like grab me and be like, "We're fucking tonight." <laughs> do you remember? Do you remember this? Yeah. Why were you so turned on Saturday night? I don't know. If it wasn't the flogging, what, what was it making out with all the people? What had you? What had you turned up? I don't know. I, I'm was, te- I was telling you, honestly, it was the two blonde girls tied to the cross was what got me going. What, honestly, what got you going? Saturday night, I felt good. Um, Friday night, I was a little worn down by the time you know everybody else was playing. Saturday night, I really felt good and had a lot of fun, and I had a lot of energy. I don't know. I just was turned on. Um, I don't know. 
So I was like, we're going to the VIP upstairs. <laughs> so what sucked is like we had the VIP downstairs and then some of our friends had the VIP upstairs. So we were pretty much like split. Felt like we were separated. From yeah, we night, felt right? like we. So I looked up and saw that some of them were fucking upstairs. <laughs> so I was like, we're going upstairs to fuck. So we did. And I was like, bend me over this rail. Because like there were still people dancing below. So it was like really hot for you to be fucking me yeah, over so, the rail. So if you don't know Club Tempted, it, it's three stories. But the first story is the dance floor. And then the second story is a basically a, a balcony that is open to the dance floor. So mm-hmm. it's the balcony goes kind of 360 around the dance floor and the dance floors in the middle. And then there's two of the big VIPs are on the, on that second story kind of overlooking the dance floor. And so like Lacey said, our friends uh, had that space and uh, she grabbed me and was like, we're going upstairs to the VIP to fuck. And I was like, okay. Yeah. Okay. And so we go up there and, and everybody else is kind of already fucking, but they're all fucking like in the couches and, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Lacey's like, I want you to bend me over this balcony and fuck me. And I was like, well, first of all, you're going to have to suck my dick for a minute because I just like I just walked off the date. Like I just, you know, I wasn't in the the zone yet. And you're like, oh, OK. All right. Uh, and I think you got you were sucking my dick and you, you had a few of your friends help you suck my. I don't know. Anyway, very quickly <laughs> between you and Daphne and maybe a couple other people, my dick got got hard pretty, pretty quick. Um uh, and I bent you over that balcony and, and fucked you. And that's a pretty hot experience. That was very hot. You know, like 100 people on the dance floor and you just have your, yeah, your and people were watching bent over. Us. Uh, and I squirted. You made it a mess. So apologies to the tempted cleaning crew. The puddle. Oh, God. Uh, they're going to leave. <laughs> the puddle in front of uh, the VIP. You know, that was Lacey's fault. No, actually. <laughs> then you went to Daphne, and she really like it. Squirt. She squirted on me. No, this is not true. I didn't. Then, so I fuck you until you squirt, and then you were like, "I need a break. I need to sit down for a minute." And then Miss Kinkaholic immediately yeah. after, like I plowed of you almost was like she grabs me and she, she had a condom and she so had a condom in her hand and she's like, "You have not fucked me in way too long. Yeah. I need you to bend me over that balcony mm-hmm. next." And I was like. Pfft. This is the life right here. I like I haven't even moved yet. And, yeah. And you're and so and I had made it very clear that I was not fucking apparently to everybody, but Miss what do we call him? Kinkaholic. Kinkaholic. Mr. and Mrs. Kinkaholic. So he's he turns to me and I'm gonna suck his dick, uh-huh. you know? And he's like, I already got a condom on. And I was like, Okay. Well, and he fucks hard. He normally does. It's pretty he hard. He is yeah. very hard. And so like so if so we I talked about him, I don't is the last time we fucked them at Splash? No, it can't be the last time. But anyway, we talked about him before on the podcast, and yeah. he has a giant, what do you call it? Prince Albert. Prince Albert. He has a big one on his dick. A very big one. Yeah. So he's like standing there looking at me, and I'm like, okay, listen, <laughs> you can fuck me for a second, but you have to be super gentle. <laughs> so he basically just let me do it. So uh-huh. I, I, you know, he slid inside of me, and then I just kind of like. You fucked him? Kind of. Yeah. With me bent over. Did you feel the Prince Albert? Um, yeah, it's just... Is it cold? Well, I mean, it has a condom over it. Oh, yeah, okay. Um, and the, so, I mean, like, probably 10 strokes, if that. And then I was like, okay, you did it. We're done. <laughs> uh, well, at least, he, you, at least you participated. You were yeah, a trooper. he did good. He did good. Because he, like I said, he's normally, like rough but in a good way rough like i like that kind of normally rough. you'd be snatching him up and oh like, yeah Fuck but i was good. like yeah. not today yeah. we're gonna take it really easy yeah. but it was funny because like everybody i told no to all night like saw me fuck him and they're like what <laughs> what I'm like sorry yeah. yeah and then you went to daphne yeah so once me and miss kinkaholic were done um i th- actually think mike Daddy Mike brought Daphne over and was oh, like, okay. she's next. Oh. Uh, I bent her over and he actually like got in front of her. Mm-hmm. And so it was like almost like shoving her face into him and like mm-hmm. fucking her. Yeah. And he was saying, I don't know what he was saying to her, but some dirty shit about how she was a whore. She needs to take it and stuff. And, yeah. And then very quickly she it made a puddle on, on top me. of your puddle. It got on me. <laughs> yeah. It was pretty hot. Yeah, it was very hot. 
So it's funny how we weren't really even trying to play, and it still yeah, still it still happened. happened. Yeah, you you poured me out though. You were you're I a did. good wingman. Wing. I was trying. You were like, hey, Dan, I'm good, but Dan will fuck you. Yeah, like, I'm not gonna fuck, but Dan will fuck. Yeah. Well, and th- so full transparency. After that, you're like, okay, let me make you come, and you brought me over to the couch, and I just I couldn't. There was too, There's much. too much going on. It's hard for me to come with Viagra, and then there was there's just so much people around and at this point in time because we had bent you over the balcony like people started like gathering on the second yeah. floor balcony to watch yeah. all of us fucking and because so there's like uh if you've never been there there's like curtains that can be pulled right um so, but it's wide open so you can anybody open. on the second yeah. floor can see into the vips you could even you see can't. the vip downstairs right you can right see but you up. can't there's like curtains that you can't get yeah. in there. yeah yeah um but it was fun it, it was, was fun. a good time but i did not come until uh until we got back to the room, which is pretty typical. I don't remember. <laughs> but anyway, and that's how that's how the night ended. Uh, and then Sunday morning, we had got up, went back to the club, tore everything down, and brought it all brought it all home. Yeah, and um, it's still sitting in our driveway in the still trailer. in the trailer in our driveway because we got home Sunday <laughs> basically, and basically woke up sick. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I was home for twenty four hours, and then it started. But uh, fever. Huge shout out to Club Tempted. Yeah. Tanya, John, yeah. Um, the owner, I won't say his name. Um, I don't know if it's public. Um, the whole staff, the playmakers, yeah. the bartenders, yeah. the VIP attendants, um, you know, uh, the security guards, even the like maintenance people that were helping yeah. us hang decorations and stuff like that. Um, the girls that ran the front desk. Um I will say, you know, we've been to a lot of lifestyle places across the country and, and, and even a few international. And um, Club Tempted has something special going yeah. on. Yeah. And even talking to, to John and, and uh, Tanya about it is he's like, this the staff here is our family. Yeah. And they really look at their members as their community. Mm-hmm. And I really, you know, I 100% support that. You know, like, sort of clubs are non-monogamous community centers you know what i mean like it is the one place where people can go and be themselves and and be their their authentic, authentic. i'm not laughing i'm laughing kind of community yeah. center well, but you know what i'm saying like I it just, is a community center for non-monogamy and i'll tell you these people go there to celebrate <laughs> their birthdays they go to there to i'm thinking like a gym like right. with volleyball but, and stuff when you but, say community center. but you know Sorry. you get what i'm saying yeah. it's, it's where non-monogamous people gather, and it's where they want to be. No, you're they right. They celebrate birthdays, holidays. You know, they were there for the football game. You know, like yeah, it's a place where they feel comfortable and where they can be authentically themselves. Yeah, and those that's needed, right? People need that that safe place, and I think swingers clubs across the country are that kind of that safe place um, for non-monogamous people. You know, I, I guess it probably be similar to like what gay bars are for the LGBT yeah. community. You know what I mean? So, yeah. um, and I, I think there's, they're definitely curating that there in Louisville, uh, at a high level, yeah. you know, compared to some, mm-hmm. some other places we've been. So huge shout out to them. Huge kudos to, to, uh, club tempted. Uh, if you haven't heard yet, we are going to be back there. We are. We're going back in August. Um, those tickets are not on sale yet, but they probably will be within the next week or two. So mm-hmm. if you, I'm telling you, it sold out last time, and and I think people were a little hesitant on the last event because they weren't sure what to think about us. And I think after that event, people are going to be snagging them tickets, yeah, quick, fast, and in listen, a hurry. guys, we're not going to be bootlegging tickets the week of <laughs> Chimpted in August, and yeah. we're not going to be messing in as a hundred messages asking. Yeah, I think we had like forty couples on a wait list for Saturday night. And that's after selling, you know, 200 and something tickets. So, yeah, um, there's definitely a big lifestyle scene in that area. Um, so definitely um, go to SwingerSociety.net, get you a diamond membership, because if you have a diamond membership, you have first access to tickets, meaning you can buy tickets before the general public can. Um, so if you want a shot at like the VIP spaces and stuff like that, I guarantee you the diamond members are going to buy all that stuff up. So SwingerSociety.net. Get you a diamond membership. We're going to be back there in August. Um, we got March, or we got March. We got secrets coming up in March, which is like a couple. March is a couple days away. Secrets is only a couple weeks away. Yeah, uh, that is a sold out event. But as always, you can buy tickets at the door. You can get day passes and night passes and come party with us uh, at Secrets in March. And then July, we still have a few rooms for our July secrets. 
So if you want to, if you didn't get a room in March, but you want to come down and, and party with us in Orlando at Secrets Hideaway, uh, go to SwingerSaturday.net and get those tickets. Yep. What else, babe? That's it. Anything else? No. All right. Well, thank you to again to Club Tempted and to uh, all our staff, yeah. the Swinger Side staff. You I guys, you that. guys crushed that event. Yeah, a hundred percent. All right. I think with that, in a world full of apples, be the pineapple. Be the pineapple, guys. Bye. Bye. If you've enjoyed our podcast and want to support us, leave a five-star review wherever you're listening. If you want to see more of our content, you can find links to Snapchat, Twitter, Instagram, OnlyFans, and more in the show notes. Come join the conversation with us and other Swinger content creators on our Swinger Society Discord server. If you have questions or feedback, email them to us at theswingnation at gmail.com. Make sure you head on over to theswingnation.net and keep up to date on all things Swing Nation. We thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you next time. Goodbye.